Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Uh, we're going through climate change on this planet, and uh, while it's a bad thing for us, it might be a good thing for the aliens uh, that are uh, present on this planet uh, and apparently hiding out under, under the ocean uh, or somewhere, but I would say under the ocean, which you know covers a majority of the planet. Anyhow, I'm going to read a little article here that was... Uh, from the United Nations, it's on. I'll, I'll leave the link for this page so you can read it for yourself. I'm just going to read a little bit of the beginning so we uh, understand what's happening here. What is climate change? Climate change refers to long-term shifts in temperatures and weather patterns. These shifts may be natural, such as through variations in the solar cycle. But since the 1800s, human activities have been the main driver of climate change primarily due to burning fossil fuels like coal, oil, and gas. Burning fossil fuels generates greenhouse gas emissions that act like a blanket wrapped around the earth, trapping the sun's heat and raising temperatures. Examples of greenhouse gas emissions that are causing climate change include carbon dioxide and methane. These come from using gasoline for driving a car or coal for heating a building, for example. Clearing land and forests can also release carbon dioxide. Landfills for garbage are a major source of methane emissions. Energy, industry, transport, buildings, agriculture, and land use are among the main emitters. And emissions continue to rise. As a result, the Earth is now about 1.1 degrees Celsius warmer than it was in the late 1800s. The last decade from 2011 to 2020 was the warmest on record. Many people think climate change mainly means warmer temperatures, but temperature rise is only the beginning of the story. Because the Earth is a system where everything is connected, changes in one area can influence changes in all others. The consequences of climate change now include, among others, intense droughts, water scarcity, severe fires, rising sea levels, flooding, melting polar ice, catastrophic storms, and declining biodiversity. That's all. I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of that, but just to give you an idea, you know, where things are heading, uh, the planet is getting warmer. Um, and it's not good for human beings, you know, that's it's it's going to cause as if we don't do something about this, if we if there's something if we can't slow this thing down uh, at, as time goes on, you know, you know, it's just going to get worse and worse. There's going to be more uh catastrophes more more uh, flooding incidents like that in places that were never flooded before the sea levels are going to keep going up it's just it's not going to be good in the long term you know uh but anyhow that's that's the you know that's not the point of this little exercise here today um it's bad for human beings obviously but uh is it bad for our uh alien visitors or shall we say maybe even alien colonists uh who are apparently hiding out here somewhere on this planet most likely under the ocean oceans of the world uh, to be more precise um well if you let's talk about these beings okay these beings uh they've been described in a couple of different a few different ways actually uh you hear um you know, a lot of people say they're like insects with their, you know, their big eyes and, uh, you know, the grays are actually, there's, the, you have the grays and you have the taller grays and then there's uh, these praying mantis type uh, beings that are apparently in control of all the smaller grays. So, I mean, are these all, are, apparently these things are uh, evolved from insects 
They're, they're, they're actually advanced insects from other planets. That's what it seems like. And then there's a lot of other people. And sometimes uh, these a lot of other people claim this, uh, these beings look like reptilians. Uh, they seem like reptiles. And sometimes these reptiles and these greys are together too. I mean, it looks like they're all sometimes working in tandem. A lot of alien abduction stories involves all of them, all of these beings together. So... Um, and a lot of people have their own ideas about who's bad and who's good. I, I don't know how anybody really knows this, right? I Because I, I don't know. I don't know which is bad, how, which is good. I don't know how many are coming here. But it just seems to me that some of these beings are apparently evolved from insects, while some other ones are evolved from reptiles. And I just want to point another thing out here. Like a lot of people talk about the Nordics, for instance, uh, these they like human beings with long blonde hair and you know uh, you know pale in complexion uh, you know blue eyes right now i i've been doing some research recently and i and i've seen some some alien abductees comment about these uh, so-called nordics and i'm starting to think that they're actually not what they appear to be um, I mean, it's a possibility. This, I'm not saying I'm right about this. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And what I'm proposing here is that these Nordics are actually reptilians in disguise. Um, because, uh, from like for instance, there was one abductee that I, I, I saw in a, in a recent documentary talking about how uh, it, it, when you if you if, like if you looked at this being, it looks like it's, it's you know the, the classic Nordic disc- description. However, when you get close to the being, or you can see it through the side. It looks like you could see that that's not really what it looks like. There, there's this reptilian features are being hidden somehow. So, I mean, are these beings, these so-called Nordics, actually reptilians, or maybe even uh, uh, insectoid type beings? And they're and they're and they use this to hide what they really look like. Uh, uh, so, uh, so the, the 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 people they're abducting aren't aren't as scared. I I don't know. And how would they be doing this? I mean, who knows what kind of technology they'd have? I mean, I don't know. Maybe some sort of. Uh, a holographic mask that that stays with you with, with all your moves and reacts to to the way your face reacts. I don't know, but I mean, I guess anything's possible when once you start talking about uh, an advanced race that's able to uh, travel, you know, who who a oh, hundred thousand light years through through space to our planet or however far it took for them to get here, right? So who knows what they're capable of doing? And I'm I'm, I'm assuming that that disguise is is one of those things. And I just want to throw out there another uh, uh, one other thing about that. You know, you hear about uh, uh, you know chameleons, people, chameleon type beings that that uh, can change the way they look. You, you've heard about this, and I've actually I actually know somebody, uh, some a person who actually doesn't believe that uh, that the, that there's an extraterrestrial presence on Earth whatsoever. However, this person had told me a story one time, and I did talk about it in a previous uh, podcast, uh, probably last year sometime, uh, that uh, it was a very strange story. He had a, This person had to give a ride uh, to somebody uh, who was moving uh, from one place to another, and uh, this the person that was moving suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. And so this person, the paranoid schizophrenia uh, person, would say say things a lot of times that you know you just you don't you don't pay any attention to, of course. But this person who was uh, the 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 ill person said when uh, 
this other person picked him up to, to, to move some things from this, from his old house to his new house that, uh, yeah, uh, there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood. Well, of course, uh, the person giving this person a drive, uh, didn't think twice about it. But then later on, uh, when he pulled in front of his, the house, uh, where this guy was living, uh, the the mentally ill person when he pulled in front of the house the uh the the, the, he put the the guy who claimed that there was uh this chameleon living in the neighborhood said hey there there's the chameleon right so this person in a truck pulled you know drove past uh the the other the other guy and uh got out of the truck and then his face changed somehow and the guy had no the guy had no explanation for it so is that what's going on? I don't know. There's a lot more to the story than that, but I, I really can't tell it with that. I can't reveal names and, and things like that, so it makes it difficult. But uh, it was interesting to hear a story like this from somebody who doesn't think about UFOs or doesn't care about it and doesn't believe in it. And uh, But the fact that this person has no explanation for this this person whose face changed, you know, basically within two seconds, you know, when he was in the truck, it looked like a totally different guy. But when the guy got out of the truck and walked past his car, the face had completely changed to something that was completely different than what it just looked like. Who knows? Okay. That's again, it's an anecdotal story, but, uh, it just makes you wonder, you know, I guess that's part of the, but anyway, getting back to this. So you have reptilians basically, uh, and insectoids and apparently these so-called nordic style aliens uh who might not be what they look like i mean based on some of these reports from abductees they might be beings that are able to change the way they look but when uh you look at uh, some information on uh insects for instance okay let's uh, i i pulled up uh, a page here from combat <laughs> and that's uh that's you know they make products to uh kill insects pests okay uh and it says here i'm just gonna i'll leave the link for this here too for if, you, if you're interested i mean there's a thousand places i could have uh pulled some information up about insects but why not combat i mean these guys are experts like experts are killing them anyway <clears throat> have you ever noticed that during the winter time or colder periods you just don't see as many bugs crawling around outside or in your home perhaps they like humans tend to be homebodies when the temperature drops whatever the reason you can be sure that when the weather starts to warm up bugs will be back in force there are several ways you can address problems with abundant insects and a variety of combat pro products can help you in the battle and uh, what's the difference here? It says, during cold weather, bugs don't hibernate exactly, but many of them do go into a state of low respiration and activity called diapause. This dormant period is a time when their metat metabolic rate and the amount of oxygen they use are reduced to almost nothing. Bugs that are not able to find a warm place to wait out the winter use diapause instead. However, there still are plenty of insects that are happy to bide their time in the relative warmth of your home's walls. They've been doing that when what they've been doing what they need to do to survive for millions of years after all warm and then to get later on it says here uh, when the warm warmer weather returns you will see a major change in the number of insects around your home and maybe even inside warm dry weather is what bugs like best although many of them need plentiful need a plentiful water source to help them thrive as well insects are not able to generate their own body heat so they rely on the warmth of the sun's rays to keep going 
Rainy weather can make it difficult for flying insects to get around, so they prefer a hot, dry climate. This is the reason there are very few bugs in perpetually cold places, while warm regions will have a giant insect population. Okay, that pretty much says it all. What we're trying to what, says it all that I'm trying to that I'm trying to say about this about insects. They like warm weather, folks. They like warm weather, and that would if if and if our alien visitors, if uh, if if some of these alien visitors are in fact uh, uh, advanced insects, well, then they like warmer weather. So I don't know if they'd be bothered by climate change. And then, of course, uh, reptiles. Okay, heat is particularly this is and this is from uh, Reptile Magazine, by the way. I will leave the link for this too. It says. Uh, Heat is particularly important for reptiles. As with all animals, it's necessary for a reptile to be able to move its muscles to catch prey or run from danger and to digest its food. Heat is also important for reptiles to be able to reproduce, efficiently circulate their blood, and maintain a healthy immune system. The trade-off is that ectothermic animals like reptiles don't require as much energy and can more easily survive without food longer than endothermic, warm-blooded animals. The amount of heat a reptile needs depends on the species. Reptiles from the desert, including popular pet species such as bearded dragons and leopard geckos, and tropics such as anoles, green iguanas, and Chinese water dragons, need more warmth than a reptile from a temperate area, among them skinks and corn snakes. While all reptiles need a warm environment, the desert and tropical reptiles are happiest when they can bask in higher temperatures than their cousins from more temperate climes. So, I guess you see where this is going too. So actually, so you see, reptiles—they like warmer weather too. They like they like they like it when it's hotter. So let's 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 think about all of this for a minute. So, if our alien visitors are basically uh, beings that have uh, evolved from reptiles and insects and uh say that they were that they're looking at planet earth as a possible new place to live uh, out the rest of their existence um or maybe as one of many worlds that they're planning to live out the rest of th their existence or as a world where they're planning to uh, uh somehow uh, at some point take control of and get rid of us or whatever whatever the case right this seems like might be a perfect place for them Right. I mean, it is getting warmer and by our own hand. I mean, we're actually causing we're actually causing this to happen, um, which makes it very interesting now because um, we, we we're masters of our own fate. And maybe the, uh, the the beings came here. Maybe they've been looking at our planet for a long time, you know, maybe for centuries. And then in the late 1800s, uh, they saw the, you know, we had the industrial age it was the, the, the dawn of the industrial age. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, they've been checking us out all this time and they see the, the direction we're taking the planet ourselves. Right. We're basically making it. Uh, at some point, we're going to make it unlivable for ourselves, but at the same time, it might become livable to them more. It might suit them a lot better as time goes on. Just saying, just saying. Does it make me right? No, no, it's just a theory. But uh, uh, e either 
they're here. I mean, one of the reasons they could be here is because this planet uh, suits would suit them better. Right now, they're hiding out. But maybe they're biding their time, biding their time in the bottom of the ocean. Maybe they they don't want to get rid of us. They're just waiting for us to get rid of ourselves, and then they you know then they inherit the planet, you know, completely. You know, or they could just be like, okay, uh, you know, this is they're still waiting for the rest of their kind to arrive from from wherever they're coming from. Uh, it's not fully they, they, they didn't fully uh, the exodus isn't completed yet and they're still all on their way here. And then when once that once that's uh, once that happens, then, you know, then they show their face and say, hey, OK, we're going to get rid of you guys now. Well, who knows how they'll do it? Uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have to be Star Wars like, or you know, it wouldn't have to you know blow us. It wouldn't, they wouldn't have to blow us up or anything like that. They could just, you know, who knows? Just uh, send out some some uh, uh, send out some virus that we just can't deal with, and we all end up dying. I mean, who knows? Again, this is all pure speculation. But again, the way the direction the planet's heading, it seems like it would be more suitable for reptiles and. And uh, I mean, and not all. Not again. Not all sections of the pl- of the planet. Some sections are going to be just too much for anything, actually. But uh, they would thrive better in some of the uh, so, some places than we would. I mean, we just thought we we won't be able to handle things as things go on. If if the scientists are right about climate change and the way and the direction this is heading, at some point the human race is we're, we're in trouble. I mean, uh, maybe not in the next uh, ten or twenty years, but you know, maybe a hundred years from now, things are really bad. I mean, and who knows what you know what what it's going to look like then if we don't do something. Or and here's another thing, maybe they're helping prod this whole process along. Maybe they're they're doing things too. The to uh, maybe they're they're involved. They have their own climatization pro- uh, 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 project ongoing that we don't have no idea about whatsoever. In addition to the things that we're causing to the planet, they're doing things too. You know, to to make it more. Uh, uh, to make the climate better for for them who knows i i don't know it's all but they are here and uh they're here what are they doing how you know what's going on is is it is it uh are they colonizing the planet is that what's is that what's going on is that why we're seeing more and more of them all the time i don't know uh is is it do they did they pick this planet because of the climate and the way the direction the climate is going basically because of what humans are doing could be again it's just an idea it's all speculation and it's just something to think about anyway we'll be right back when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply we are back government cannot save you from extraterrestrials they can't they can't protect you from extraterrestrial invaders there's nothing that the any government here on this planet could do to protect you from extraterrestrials and actually it's it's basically been proven uh, over over the decades i mean there's people that get abducted on a regular basis the government does nothing to help uh, that's because they can't that's there's there's nothing they can do and they know it um i'm just going to point some things out here and then uh then we'll talk about this but okay you know we've been told the you know over the 
decades now and i we talk about this a lot you know uh, the government uh, when it comes to ufos they say you know they're either saying oh there's nothing to it it's all imagination it's all uh nonsense it's all things that uh, could be easily verified if we had more information and on and on and on and you know depending on what what uh, decade you're in and what part of the decade you're in you know the story is a little bit different right now we're we're at a point where there's uh, unknown objects buzzing our navy ships and and our and our jet fighters on a regular basis and uh, uh, the government has no answer as to you know the origin of these of these craft and uh, and they're trying to make a determination right now as to whether these things are a threat to national security or not that's where we're at right now that could that could change at some point here you know who knows two years from now they could say oh it's been determined that uh these things are all explained and there's no threat to national security and then things go on again like uh, like they have in the past for like five or ten or twenty years and then they'll start the process over again but regardless the point of this is um that over time uh the government has basically there's nothing they can do and they've proved they have proven this over and over again i want to point something out there was a guy he's passed on in recent years his name was ted phillips he was from the midwest of the united states and he was a person who invested his whole focus was on test uh, physical trace evidence of when flying saucers any kind of weird craft landed and there was at least one or more witnesses to the event and he he had investigated over 4,000 cases in 70 countries, most of them in the United States. And uh, he, he he made a lot, like he would go to, if you know, a flying saucer or something would land on the ground, he would go check it out. A lot of times there would be, there would some of the things he would find would be, you know, there'd be broken tree branches that some trees would be damaged in the area and, or, or burned slightly on, on some parts of them. The ground would have, would, would, would have the vegetation on the ground would be burned. Uh, the soil would be devoid of any life whatsoever. You wouldn't be able to grow anything on it anymore. Um, there was a lot of different things he would find. He would find the, the landing pads. Like usually it would either be three, three landing pads in a tri triangular formation or, uh, four, uh, landing pads in a rectangular formation. That's, these are the kind of things that he would look into. And he did this over the course from the 1960s all the way into the 1980s, over 4,000 cases he, he looked into. Uh, and again, a lot, most of them were in the United States. So he, 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 it was something that he was interested in and he, he collected all this data on it. He, he had a book that, you know, he wrote a book about it, uh, um, there was just a lot of information. He was actually working for the center. For, he, a lot of the information he, 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 uh, uh, gathered, he, you know, it was, uh, you know, he would provide it to the center for UFO, uh, studies that was established by J. Alec, J. Allen Hynek in the early seventies. So he would, he was working with Hynek on this. And so that was basically what his whole thing was. It was just investigating these landings of these craft and uh what a, what a, what an interesting job that would have been but he had there's pictures he has tons of evidence that he gathered over over the years but what's interesting about this is that you know this guy is out here on his own basically doing this uh research trying to you know get gather data on on all these landings okay and we're gonna we'll stick with the with the the, the physical trace cases that he investigated in the united states okay he's going to all these places where things actually landed where there was actually evidence evidence of, of these things landing you know and you had a lot of times there would be multiple witnesses not only you know and not only were there landing pads a lot of times but sometimes they would actually find little footprints 
Okay, so where there, there were actual things landing, there was evidence that they landed. There, there were strange things that would happen to the vegetation. There'd be footprints, landing pa landing pad marks, all kinds of uh, evidence, and he would gather this. Right. So he's out there doing this, and guess where? Uh, where's? Uh, is there any group in the government out there doing this? How come he's the one, some guy all by himself out there gathering evidence, and yet nobody in the government's interested in this? Because I want you to think about this. Isn't that strange? I mean, if there are uh, things landing in our country, right, that uh, that cannot be accounted for, you would think that that would be of great military interest. You would really, really think that, oh, this, the military would be very interested in this. There's could be, looks like somebody's invading our country. What if it's, what if it's Russia? What if it's China, right? Even though it's not, but just for the sake of argument, you would think that they would be investigating this for those, for, for those kind of reasons, but they didn't. They didn't. In fact, early on uh, in the 60s, uh, when uh, Phillips first started doing this, uh, like he was at places like Socorro, New Mexico, where uh, Lonnie Zamora had, uh, there was the famous case, landing case involving a police officer named Lonnie Zamora right outside Socorro, New Mexico. Uh, he, ch he was chasing a guy uh, who was speeding, and then he, then he noticed that something was something was going on in the desert there, and he, he investigated, and there was a craft sitting there, an egg-shaped craft with a weird uh, emblem on it, and there was two little a little uh, humanoids walking around, and then the then the uh, the, the thing the, the humanoids got in the in the craft, and it took off, and it left evidence on the ground. Now at the time, Project Blue Book, of course, as we know now, was just uh, uh, you know uh, something to appease the public. It really wasn't a serious investigation; it was just something out there. Project Blue Book, which ended in 1969, they investigated. Alan Hynek in investigated it, and Ted Phillips uh, looked into it too. But you would think that the military would be interested in all of these landing cases, but they're not. They're not. They have not been. In fact, Blue Book closed in 1969. They they were done with it. They and they didn't investigate all these all the landing cases. By the way, either not even Blue Book did that. But Ted Phillips was investigating as much as he possibly could over over the over those decades from the 60s into the 80s. So so he had this one guy out there running around checking out from reports made by multiple witnesses of, of objects landing and, and leaving evidence that, the, that something was there and he's investigating this and yet the military is not interested in it. Why would that be? I'll tell you why, that's, why that would be. It's because the military already knows what's going on. They already know there's nothing they could do about it. They know that there's beings from other planets coming here. And so what's the point in investigating the, the collecting physical trace evidence to them? They already had They already had evidence. They had evidence since 1947. You know, of course, the secret group did, Majestic 12. They're the ones who had the evidence since 1947. So that's why over all this time, it does, see, the government's not interested in, in things that happen uh, in, in civilian areas. Now, if you, if, you, like, if you were to call up the Air Force or any other uh, federal government uh, group about something strange landing in, in your backyard, they would tell you to call a local cops. That's because the people in the government, you know, they can't do anything about it. And you would think they would be interested in it, but because especially like, okay, something's landing, something's flying and, and landing in someone's backyard and then taking off. You think they would be interested in it, right? I mean, you would think that that could be some uh, for maybe some invader or some somebody, but no, no, no. They know it's not China. They know it's not Russia. They know it's not from North Korea. They know it's not from any of those places. They know it's from beings that they have no control over. 
and that's because they're way way more advanced than what anything we have here so there's no point in going chasing after or doing any sort of investigation because they already know what it is i mean it could be some new race that's showing up and it doesn't matter what does it matter they can't do anything about it anyway and that gets back to my point my point is they can't do anything to help you either like people that get abducted by aliens over the decades for you know you know the, the thousands million people who knows how many people have been abducted over the years there's nothing anybody could do for you the police can't do anything about it what are they going to do and what's the military going to do what's our own military going to do to stop invasions uh people getting uh you know people being forced to uh re getting re forcibly removed from their environment and 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 uh laid on an operating table and having things done to them as part of apparent some apparent hybridization program what's our government going to do to stop it they can't there's we, they, we don't have the technology to stop it so instead what's going on is they keep it a secret and they study this thing secretly for the last uh, 75 years now and uh, and meanwhile there's nothing they can do to help anybody if something it, with, with regard to these visitors to regard to these uh invaders or whatever you want to call them uh or maybe new tenants or are they tenants i mean maybe they're permanent tenants now because i mean why are they still here i mean if they were visiting okay they showed like there was a lot of ufos that showed up in 1947 for instance right if they were visiting okay you think they'd be gone already you think they'd have all they need but they're not. They're still around. They're still doing stuff. They're still flying circles around our uh, most advanced uh, jet fighters over the ocean. They're flying in and out of the ocean. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing our military can do about it. And there's nothing anybody can do to help the, the, the common uh, person out there who has to deal with these things uh, or has, hasn't dealt with them yet or you know right now you could be someone who's uh being targeted for an abduction by an alien or maybe you've been uh, getting abducted for your whole life you don't even know it uh maybe some some people out there might know it and they might suspect it's so maybe some of you out there actually have been getting abducted and you do know it and you've been seeing a psychologist a psychiatrist about it uh, and there's and you realize wait, what's anybody gonna do you know you know uh, you know what could anybody do they can't do anything and that's the point the point is that's why you know when it comes to things like investigating physical trace evidence you know that's found by um by by you know regular joes out there right that reported that they, they, the air force the the or anybody in the pentagon for that matter they don't want anything to do with these kind of cases anymore because uh they got their own problems just dealing with the stuff that they're seeing with 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 people uh uniform people are, are dealing with on a regular basis they they're trying to they're trying to worry about that they can't help us there's nothing they can do what are they gonna do so we're on our own we're on our own when it comes to extraterrestrials you know uh and uh, forcibly in, in involving them in self, themselves in, in in our environment ripping people away from their own environment and doing things to them you know there's absolutely nothing anybody no other human organization in the world can possibly do and and obviously the 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 point of uh, mentioning those physical trace evidence the physical trace cases is to show you that <laughs> what's the point in even looking at it we can't do it what are you gonna do we, we we can't stop it we can't fall we can't there's nothing we can do about it there's things landing here that's it we we don't have the technology to figure out where they're coming from or where they're going or where they're hiding we just don't know so that's where we are 
Uh, so that's and and actually, this is actually you know I recently talked about uh, you know different top reasons why you know um, the government doesn't uh, uh, you know what what I recently talked about the 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 five top reasons for the cover up and you know I, I left the top reason as uh, because of the the panic it would cause. Well, as part of that. Yeah, it could cause some panic, and part of that panic could, and, and I would, I would tie this what I'm talking about here into that number one reason because of the panic it would cause. Because there would be panic because when the question is asked, is there anything you could do to prevent alien abductions or like if they were to come out and just tell the whole truth, you know, full disclosure, what are they going to say? We're gonna, they're going to tell you there's nothing we could do. Yeah, they're abducting people. Yeah, we, what do you want us to do? We can't do anything about it. We don't have the technology, so that's. That's why. That's why. That's another reason why number one in my book uh, is now the panic, you know, and, and that that uh, full disclosure would cause, and that's why they're still keeping it secret. Like all this stuff that's going on now, uh, I believe is a, a dog and pony show. The stuff that's going on with Congress and everything like that, uh, I, I think it could be just a dog and pony show, uh, just to uh, appease the public, appease, uh, assuage the concerns of people in the military to have to see these things all the time, and you know, for the most part, are told not to talk about it. You know, they have to do something. You know, they have to at least acknowledge it, right? Uh, and besides that, like I also talk about, it's also a, a way to cover their butts. Like at some point in the future, when it becomes undeniable, when 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 we, as you know, when the technology is is so good that you know you'll be able to get your own proof on your own, right? People will be able to say, hey, yeah, there is something going. People, a lot of people are just going to start realizing as time goes on, yeah, there is something going on. People right now who do not know this, right, they're going to start realizing. So they need the, the Air Force and the and the, everyone in the Pentagon, you know, they need to cover their butts now. So that's why you're having this semi uh, disclosure with uh, they're admitting that there's something out there that they can't explain, but they're not saying extraterrestrial. But at least now, at some point, when everyone realizes in the future, they're going to say, well. Yeah, we, we told you there's things out there. We don't know what they we don't know. We still don't know what they are. So that's what's going on. And but guess what? They can't protect you. And uh that's why that's that's one of the main reasons why this thing is being covered up.